Back inside the Brand Center for the continuation of this first intermission show. We're now pleased to be joined on the broadcast live with uh, Kevin Shaw, who is uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who has all of the all-time stats in franchise history, all the records. And uh, Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time today. Of course, it's it's quite sad to only have, I guess, not Rob Vanstone in the press box these days. Of course, him moving on to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I feel quite... I don't know, I feel, I feel quite sad these days. There's a void. There's yeah, definitely, there a definite void over in the press box, but thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And Kevin, uh, obviously you and I worked on the Regina Pats record book, which is available at reginapats.com under the media category in which you can click on the link and find the record book in which uh, Kevin and I designed it this past summer, and we will continue to update and improve it over the course of this upcoming summer. But uh, uh, Kevin... Uh, Obviously, this record book is pretty cool. There's lots of interesting stats and tidbits and everything from jersey numbers to games played to goals, assists, points. And it's kind of cool because this is a lot of stuff that is actually not available on Elite Prospects or Hockey DB, right? Yeah, most of this, most of it is pre-internet era. Yeah, right. So um, it's all old guides, newspapers, and everything. Spent a lot of time going through and compiling numbers, trades, everything. I've got all that stuff. Kevin, I'd like to ask you this. Obviously, Bedard is uh, two points away from 250 career and one goal away from 60. And now that I'm looking at the all-time goal leaders and the all-time points leaders, of course, he's not even near the top 10. He's in the top 30, 35, I believe, or so. Yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> Did you think when you were compiling all these stats that anybody at his age would even come close to getting in the top 30? Absolutely not. Yeah. Never. No, there's, there's never been really a, a superstar 16-year-old or 17-year-old playing for the past. There's been a few guys that have done decent, but nothing to this nothing to this stature at all, not even close. And being a longtime Pats fan, somebody who has followed this team religiously, did you ever think that your favorite team, your hometown club, would get this type of a player because he's clearly a generational talent? Never. I've, I've never seen anybody like this in this league anywhere. And I never, ever thought he'd be uh, a guy like that on the Pats. There, there was no way. You've watched a lot of WHL hockey. Is there anybody that comes close? I know you said you haven't seen anybody like this, but is there anybody that maybe is in the same stratosphere as him? Uh, WHL-wise? Yeah. Uh, Joe Sackick you would have seen? Yeah, Joe Sackick. There's, there's a few. But yeah, there's, there's a few, but nothing, nothing to this. Like, as a 17-year-old doing this, no. There's nobody even close. So the last 17-year-old to be this dominant, I guess, was Nolan Patrick? He was. I don't think I really call him dominant, but he was. He was good. Yeah, he was. He was definitely good. But they're. They're really. The, the younger guys don't really get the push or the opportunity like Bedard. So it's. It's. It's different. It's. It's unbelievable having someone like this. Usually players don't hit this market until they're 18 or 19, or as a 20-year-old, like at their the end of their career, not basically the beginning but the end kind of with Bedard. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're definitely right about that. The last Western Hockey League player to go first overall was Ryan Nugent Hawkins, 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so, yeah. So, of course, the reason why I bring it up is because he played for the Red Deer Rebels and I was talking with Troy Gillard who was actually the public address announcer back then. Now he's the voice of the Rebels taking over Cam Moon who's now in the NHL with the Edmonton Oilers and I asked him about Nugent Hopkins and he turned around and said that maybe it would have benefited him to coming back and playing one more year of Major Junior because clearly uh, he had his ups and downs in the NHL at 18. Personally, and I'd like to get your opinion for this, I don't see this happening with this player, Connor Bedard. Honestly, I don't see it either. I, I, like, it all depends Stranger on things he, have happened. Stranger things have happened, definitely. Like, Gunther, 
But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's for sure. But it all depends on where he goes. But I, I don't see him coming back. I see him being a, a legit star early in his career in the NHL, wherever he goes. Right, and he'll have decent players to play with depending on where he ends up. Even if you look at Arizona for an example, he could play with young stars like Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther and so on and so forth. If he's in Columbus, he's playing with a guy like Johnny Goudreau. If he's in Vancouver, he has Elias Pettersson. Like, he will have good players yeah, around legit him. Yeah, the NHLers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? And and that's what brings me to my next point is that you can touch on this too. Like, no offense to these guys on the ice, but it seems like he's just a step ahead of everybody. And that's not any offense to anybody he plays with. It's just because he's at a different level. Like, he thinks the game like those guys in the, in the National Hockey League, right? Yeah, he's, he's basically a pro player in a 17-year-old body. <laughs> And yeah. a legit NHL pro in a 17-year-old body. Uh, it's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Let's talk about the potential history we could see tonight. Four fastest Pat to 250 points potentially. He's two away, one goal away from becoming the fourth fastest Pat to reach 60 goals. And the first player in Pat's history in 25 years to score 60 goals, the last Ronald Petrovicki in 97-98. Like, touch on that because you you know all the history right you've seen these guys do these things and it's been quite some time since we've seen a pat score 60 goals i didn't i didn't think it was ever going to happen again really uh, I, I thought when uh, when brooks and Steele here and we're here in like 16 17 the, that era i thought that was kind of like the peak for the for the pats for their scoring and stuff because what happened after that like 18 19 and then the unfortunately the hub and stuff like that i never expected anybody to score 50 again it just the way the hockey's gone it's it's unbelievable what he's doing. 60 goals, well, 60 but, soon, and it's unbelievable. But a U18 player has never done this, correct, in Pat's uh, history? No, not in Pat's history, definitely So not. what did Dirk Hatch do in his draft year, 17? Uh, his rookie year. I can't remember exactly. He, he, he didn't have, he didn't do didn't do 60 goals in, in potentially, what, 47 games? <laughs> scored, so, a lot of, scored a lot of points. Dell scored a lot of points. He was fast to 250 points. He was the fastest of Pat's history with a, in 108 games. He got 250 points. So. That's crazy. Yeah. But it was, but like, I guess the point that I'm trying to get across, the reason why I asked that, he did it at 18 19, right? Yeah. He had a good 17 year old season. I'm not saying he didn't. He had a really good 17 year old season. <laughs> but he he did what Connor's doing at 18 19, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's a totally different era of hockey, too. Like, the, the team scored a ton of goals back then in compared to now. And obviously, for the sake of the people listening to this broadcast, not all of them might be familiar with guys like. Fran Huck, for example. Yeah, he right? was he was pre-Western Hockey League. He played in the SJHL. He was he was a legit goal scorer. He scored a ton of goals when he played. So the other players to reach 60 goals in, I guess the fastest pad to score 60 goals, Fran Huck in 63, 64, 38 games. He did it again in 43 games, and then Jock Callender scored in 46 games. Duck Wickenizer scored in 47 games. But again, like the crazy thing is, is this is all from 1960 to 1980 yeah we're in 2023 yeah it's it's i never i never i never ever thought it would be close to this never like so we just have to pinch ourselves or what oh yeah you'll never see it again i I don't i don't see it happening no not not in my lifetime like i remember coming into this job last year my last thing and i was kind of like same thing as you where i was kind of looking around going "Hmm, yeah i don't think connor will come close to doing any of these records right because times have changed like, just from the outside looking in, I mean, okay, this team has been around for 105 years. They've had a ton of players come through. They played a lot of hockey in the 80s. There was a lot of great players that came through this team in the 80s where the scoring was at an all-time high. Exponentially higher. <laughs> like, isn't it crazy to think, now that you look into it, that he is scoring at the same rate that they did, what, 40 years ago? 
It's it's unbelievable. Like we'll never like I said, we'll never see it again. I'm I'm positive we'll never see this again. Wow. Like I'm, after seeing him last year doing what he did as a sixteen, I didn't know how he was gonna cap it off this year. He's he's blowing my mind. What's your prediction for what he finishes with, Kevin, before oh, we let you go? Seven, uh, is seventy available? I think seventy is is a legit number. The max. I think I think about seventy would be probably at the in max. his last game of the year. Probably yeah, near the end, yeah. But <laughs> Will yeah, he do it like last year? Yeah, I, I think he could get seventy for sure. And points wise, Elite Prospects has him at one hundred and forty, and seventy two goals to finish the year. That's the projection. I would say pretty pretty close. When he wants to play like he did last night, uh, he, he could get he could just. Blow the roof off the place. Uh, well, let's <laughs> see if he blows off the roof in the second period. Kevin, thanks for the time as usual, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for having me. That was Regina Pats, uh, I guess, unofficial historian Kevin Shaw joining us here on the broadcast. You're listening to Bennett Dunlop for Regina Pats Hockey on 620 CKRM.